to introduce. Uh, today we have Chris. Welcome to the Ken Hunnel Podcast. Uh, today, uh, today we have Chris Williams. Uh, Chris is the director of sales and social media for uh, Luma Three, and um, I know Chris. Uh, Chris and I really don't know each other that well. I've actually uh, met Chris, seen Chris at a few events here and there, and uh, probably been a big, been a fan of him longer than I've even really known. Chris, so oh man, come on now. <laughs> no, for for real, man. Uh, I've I've always watched your videos and, and admired the videos and the work that you did, at Best Body Shop and the, uh, Luma uh, Luma crew. And so I'm I'm honored to have you on board and and really um, excited to uh, get to know you a little bit through through this uh, and and introduce you to a lot of well nine maybe four or five more people. <laughs> uh, well, through, I- yeah absolutely i i I mean i'm humbled man i I really appreciate you know the kind words and and yeah i'm super excited to to this is actually my first podcast i've ever done so well hey look at there yeah yeah there we go um so while as we get started chris i i i didn't really do a great job probably introducing you but uh a couple the chris um you have been doing the marketing and video stuff for Luma for quite some time, right? For yeah. Uh, almost yeah, since, you, since okay. yeah, sorry to interrupt you. Since, you know, uh, since 2015. Okay. Yeah. So and then, I kind of self-taught myself um, on the video side as far as using like Premiere Pro and After Effects, and I'm still no expert by any means, but I, you know, I get by. So. Yeah, right. Well, I would say you do a great job. And then you've also done, um, you've have you, and you've done quite a few of this uh, video stuff for uh, Best Body Shop too. Is that right? That's correct. Yep. Okay. Um, and kind of partnered with Clay on a, a lot of that. Is that right? As far, I mean, you're, you were, you are, were kind of the main man for putting a lot of those videos together is that right is that yeah that's right so um i believe i started uh working with clay back in uh who was it 2017 or so um and he needed help uh just a brief backstory he, he yeah he reached out because we had previously done a video for for luma 3 um at his shop and he was interested in having similar videos made um, you know, for his social media and stuff like that. So I was like, sure, sure, we can work out something. So it slowly turned out to be that, you know, at the time at Luma, uh, we couldn't pay ourselves because we were still, you know, in that growing stage where, you know, every single penny had to go back into the company, you know, in order to to keep the company going, which is, which is how it usually goes. Um, yeah. And so we all had um, other full-time jobs on top of Luma. Okay. And and so Clay reached out. He's like, "Hey, would, would you would you be interested in doing some social media work for me? You know, on the side." I was like, "Sure, sure, we can work out something." So that slowly turned into an actual full-time gig, and I actually worked for Clay full-time for I believe it was almost three years. Okay. Yeah, so. I was. Yeah, and I guess that's how I first kind of became aware of you and your ability um was just watching some of clay's videos and watching how 
I, I mean, of course, a lot of people know Clay from his live videos, but but mm-hmm. when I really started seeing the production value of the overall videos, then then I was as a former competitor of with Clay in in the Wichita market. Like, yeah. Holy cow! These are these are high quality, nice stuff. And as a matter of fact, when I was with All Angles, I would tell them you need to go look at Best Body Shops videos and see what they're doing. And that's what we need something similar. Uh, <laughs> hey, well, don't don't be fooled though. Like when I first started with Clay, I literally had um, a Nikon. I can't remember the exact model of it, but it sure. wasn't it wasn't an actual like video centered camera i mean it was more for pictures and stuff but i just made it work because that's what i was given to me you know um at the time and and yeah like don't don't think that you need the highest in or the highest you know dollar equipment to put out high-end stuff i I wouldn't i don't know if i would call my stuff high-end stuff but um i would just say that don't don't be um don't get flustered just because you see someone putting out, you know, good stuff, and you think, "Oh, I had to have the best equipment to do that." That is definitely not true. Um, sure. You could you could be super creative, you know, with just your your cell phone and you know a few you know cheap add-ons here and there. And, and like I said, like there's there's a ton of stuff you could do with with, with just a little. So. Yeah. So um, I feel like uh, creativity must be in your in your background or you I, I look at your stuff and I'm like man that is so it just it just I don't know it just flows well it looks good the you know the way you bring in different graphics and things like that so how how were you drawn to to doing this or is there something in your background that you're like man that just makes sense or, or how did you get into video editing and doing that stuff man it's that's such a funny question it's super random because the only kind of like creative art experience I had growing up is, you know, um, I was like a big comic book collector and I would always do a lot of drawing and stuff. Never oh, okay. never anything, you know, picture wise or shooting video or anything. Um, but it wasn't until, you know, I got on with Luma and they're like, hey, like we need, we need to make some sales videos. Like we need to pop out some sales. And so I was like, okay, like I'll just get on YouTube and learn how to use Premiere Pro in After Effects. And and if you're not familiar with what Premiere Pro or After Effects is, it's part of the um, of the Adobe suite. Okay. Uh, so there's there's plenty of different video editing softwares out there. That those are just the ones that I use. Um, so anyways, yeah. Besides that, like no background at all in any sort of like creative arts or anything like that. I mean, I guess if you would. I guess I was a band nerd, so maybe oh. maybe the band nerd side of me kind of came out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you um, you grew up near Wichita, is that right? You're yeah, yeah, right outside of Wichita, Goddard. Oh, okay, all right. I, I I was I did a little Facebook stalking in preparation of this of this <laughs> interview, so uh, I was I, I noticed a little bit of that, and then um, because I was on your Facebook page, I saw this. Uh, your background photo, uh, there's got to be a great story behind it. So I'll describe it as best I can. And uh, for our listeners, there's a guy with a fake butt. Uh, mm-hmm. do it, looks like he's doing the worm. And then yep. Chris is has a microphone and headband on. And he's clearly, 
I don't know, commentating or something. The best part, I mean, it's all so good, but then you can tell that everyone in the crowd is entertained and smiling and laughing and uh, the emotions in the background are, are just, everyone is, is loving uh, what's going on and, and you, you, have, you are owning uh, this room. So what's going on in that picture? Oh my gosh. So I'll try to keep this short because it's a super long, that was a super long day. That's actually my wedding day. Okay. Um, awesome. Yeah. And so the guy with the fake butt is actually my brother. Okay. Um, and what we're doing here is my wife and I decided to have a lip sync battle. Um, At your wedding? wedding. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So that's what you're seeing right there. And uh, I believe the song was Wiggle Wiggle by Jason Derulo <laughs> and, and I told him I was like hey like it'd be super funny if you wore a fake butt and of course my brother's like down for anything so he, yes. he went with it so uh, it, was, it was a fun night to say the least cool it looks it looks like so much fun that is awesome I would say yeah. I mean I don't know what your wife's what your wife's was but based on one side of this I, I feel like you won the, the battle you know what? I wish I could say I did, but oh, really? she brought in her trio of brothers, and uh, they did a Michael Jackson song, and they whipped me with that. So, Dang. yeah, um, I think they did Thriller, and okay. and of course her brothers knew like the entire dance routine to that <laughs> song. So yeah, they they smashed us. Big time. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, how uh, how do you and your wife meet? So, oh my gosh, this is such a funny story. We met, um, I believe it was almost 10 years ago. We met in Lawrence, Kansas. Um, and we actually had a bunch of mutual friends. And uh, we had both been invited to a party. Uh, I think it was a, a party, party hopper. I can't remember what it's called. But it, it looks like a, looks like a train that is on wheels and there's like eight to 12 people that are seated on this thing and you all pedal. Oh, it's a pedal hopper, that's what it's called. Okay. Um, and one guy steers up front and then all of you guys, all the rest, have to pedal to move this thing. So we literally had to pedal from bar to bar. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I think I've seen one of those things, yeah. yeah right. That's actually how we first met. <laughs> you just happen to be on the same on the same car? We, yeah. Oh, cool. Yep. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, very cool. So um, tell tell uh, our listeners, I'm familiar with Luma, obviously, from being in the body shop business. I, I and knowing uh, Kirk a little bit, and, and he, we'll have him on here at, at some point. But mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about uh, Luma and then uh, also your day, some of your day-to-day stuff. Yeah, Luma. of course. So Luma 3 is a small manufacturing company located in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, we create, you know, refinishing equipment, um, you know, for uh, geared more towards, you know, the auto body side of things. But we are, we are exploring new, new industries such as, you know, marine, industrial, uh, aerospace, all that. Um, we actually have some new products coming out later this summer, but our main product that we have right now is called the Aurora 2, uh, which is a spray gun light attachment that attaches to pretty much the most popular spray guns in the industry. 
Um, it's extremely lightweight. It, uh, you know, it, it it does light at you know 4,500 Kelvin, which is relevant to uh, new sunlight. Um, yeah, I mean, it helps with checking your blends, checking coverage, all that good stuff. Awesome. And um, I, I think that you and I are similar in this regard, as far as you've not been a body technician or a painter or anything like that before. That's correct. Yeah, I yeah. have zero experience in any of that. <laughs> <laughs> but you learned a lot working with Clay, I'm guessing, because you were all you were kind of doing a little bit of everything there at one time, right? At the at Best Buy Shop. Yeah, yeah, I learned I learned so much while I was at Best Buy Shop. Um, and there were there were some points where uh, you know some people would would quit or drop off, and I would have to help you know maybe detail a car. I, I even helped you know prep uh, parts for paint at some point. Never did any actual painting, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, a little bit of everything. Cool. Um, and then uh, you got involved with Luma in the beginning. How did how did you get involved there? How was, how did that come about? So that was that was pretty random too. Um, so Luma got started like a, between 2013 and 2014, I believe. Um, I was not involved at that point. So they had three founding members at that point, um, and we've gone through a handful of owners here and there. Um, and I started actually in 20 late 2014, somewhere like that. If you wanna, if you wanna give a date right there just because I actually went with them to uh, the SEMA show out in okay. Las Vegas in 2014 That's that was kind of my first gig with them got it yeah okay and then um, and you you have uh, you're, you're a partner in the company now right you have some ownership in the company that's correct yeah awesome well you guys have uh, also really grown a lot over the last few years um what, tell us a little bit about the growth from uh, just in the, I, I feel like you guys are everywhere and, and, you know, a lot of people have heard about it. And, and I remember, I mean, I remember Kirk uh, strapping flashlights to a, a, a paint gun when it originally happened. Uh, um, what I know of the start of Luma is um, Kirk worked uh, for me at all angles as a paint, uh, kind of a, just a up and coming painter and we had him painting some military trucks uh, outside and having to paint under these fender wells and whatever else, just no lighting. And so he's strapping uh, strapping flashlights to his paint gun and whatever else to try to figure out how to he, he can see what's going on. And then next thing you know, this kid uh, basically is like, I'm gonna figure out how to make these and put them on a, on a gun. And uh, it's pretty cool to see the growth with Luma from from the very beginnings but also just continue to see you guys everywhere so what's the growth been like the last few years yeah it, it's been unbelievable um i mean it's it's definitely not it's anything but an overnight success so if anyone ever tells you you're they're an overnight success they are lying <laughs> it, <laughs> right. it is a lot of hard work and i'm sure you know too as as your business owner as well um yeah it, it's just a lot of you know, just trusting your gut. Um, you know, at the beginning, it, it was really tough to to try and grow. Uh, let's just speak from the social media terms first. Like, yeah. trying to grow those those accounts, like especially just being like a very niche market, anyways. 
but trying to 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 put out content that's you know relevant to to anyone who's interested in just looking at people you know that that are painting or doing anything painting related i mean that was extremely tough so what i did is i found influencers um in the marketplace and i reached out to them i was like hey let's let's work out something let's let's see if we can you know get into your channels and get in front of your people and that kind of spider webbed into uh into what we kind of do today um, nice. so yeah that, that's kind of that, that was kind of the main the main uh idea as far as getting growth for the social media accounts got it and um you also i i would say with i mean uh clay certainly is his own dynamic personality but man the quality of videos and things that you were helping create there i feel like really helped the growth there i i know i remember looking at best body shop shoot i can't remember now uh i i know it was when you were there um with some of the videos but i remember at that time they had eight thousand facebook followers and i was like man that's a lot can you believe it you know at all angles we had 1500 or 2000 or something i still think they're they're in that similar range to yeah. looking at them last week uh at ninety thousand. Mm-hmm. so what yeah. um what do you, what would you say where do you think that most people screw up uh social media oh that's a good question um it would probably depend on you know the sector that they're in obviously but just yeah. from just from a common perspective i would think that i think analysis paralysis would come to mind like if you're overthinking your content um if you're thinking oh they might not like this or they might not like this or that like you you have to test you have to test everything like put everything out there see what works and you would be so surprised at some of the things that get a lot of engagement and reach versus like oh i i know this post is going to do this is going to this is going to go viral right and then it literally it just it's a dud right <laughs> yeah i mean you really have to anything that you come up with and be creative be creative as you possibly can follow whoever you want like you know gary v is a good one you know grant cardone even um there's so many people out there that are prime examples um of of what you could do creative wise and then kind of just formulate your own your own thing on your page like it's your page it's not anybody else's so just make it yours you know that's good uh i i definitely i remember um hearing that man just get it out there there's so much stuff out there just get it out there you no one no one you know there's just more is better in some senses and and then you'll get better as you start getting more content out there absolutely Uh, just learn as you go yeah yeah the other uh interesting thing is for me when i start listening to someone or watching someone then i i have a tendency to just kind of lean that direction like wait a second like you also that really valuable point of what you said be be your own be who you are do you know like uh i've been doing some youtube videos for a while and and we you and i talked about it on saturday but the the time it takes to edit some of those and and they're still just for me they're i'm I'm still like man these are just mediocre at best and the time i'm putting in it and then and then i had to think wait a second 
I prefer to listen to podcasts. I feel like podcasts fit my timing better. Um, and then, and then, of course, one of the podcasts that I was listening to was telling me about this Anchor app, which makes it pretty helpful to be able to, you know, your your work today, and I'm at my home in Halstead, and and we're able to to do this and and not taking too much out of either uh, one of our days. So, yeah, uh, for sure, there's a lot of good stuff out there. Um, you mentioned Gary Vee and Grant Cardone. Who are some other people that you uh, listen to or watch or or uh, have have learned some things from? Oh man, there's a ton out there. Um, I'm trying to think right off of the cuff here. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Grant. I mean, uh, Gary Vee is is like a big, big one. Yeah. Um, there's actually there's a lot of uh, content that I'm looking at right now from um, the account is called Goon Squad. And they literally, what they do is they take wrecked vehicles and they uh, and they take them home and, and fix them at their shop. And this is the way that their video is laid out. And they, they're they kind of uniform between their YouTube and their Instagram and their Facebook account. Like, it's kind of interesting to see how they're able to, to let the other accounts, like, work for them you know like they have an instagram to get you to youtube they have a facebook to get you to youtube so youtube is obviously their bread and butter yeah but that's a an, an important thing to watch is like you know you can you can be on all social platforms but you have to have you know some sort of bread and butter that really hits home like for you we'll take you for example i feel like you know a podcast account for you is probably going to be your bread and butter but you could still create, you know, social media accounts, you know, on Instagram, Facebook, wherever, and try and funnel from there to your podcast. Got it. That's good. So. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of have your, whatever your stream is, but yeah. the things need to be there. However, people do. So absolutely. Which is kind of how I got into how I started listening to podcasts was, um, uh, I used to read uh, Bill Simmons, the sports guy on ESPN, and then he started mm-hmm. talking about his podcast. So I started listening to his podcast and then he would have Adam Carolla on his podcast. And then I started listening to Adam Carolla's podcast pretty regularly. And uh, just kind of funny how you lean, you, you know, you find different things through whatever resources. So that makes Absolutely. A, a ton of sense. Um, so uh, the... Uh, couple these are i got a couple of random questions for you okay uh, um did you uh did you have a nickname when you were a kid yeah i had the most ridiculous nickname ever like people would call me c-dub, c-dub. like i have no idea why i don't know where that came from but that has just stuck with me forever you don't think it has anything to do with your last name being williams uh, i don't know maybe <laughs> <laughs> so random <laughs> yeah it is that seems to be the theme with me just all random stuff yeah all right and then uh... um what for for someone that uh wants to get into um get into some video editing and and some of those things. What what is something you mentioned Premiere Pro, which I have actually heard of, and I've heard of it from watching 
somebody, you know, some other people that, that do some YouTube videos and different things like that. But, um, so I feel like that's the, the platform that most people use, which obviously kind of makes sense to be where most people are at. Not, not always, but, it, but it, in some of that software type of stuff, that certainly seems to make sense. But what are some other things that you feel like someone should either start obviously get good content you know get not necessarily even good don't overthink the content get some content out there but what what other things do you think that someone should have or do or, or be working on to get started that's a good question um i would just see first of all whatever you do you have to have passion for right okay um good. and and as soon as you figure out okay i have the passion to do this now I can commit to it. So once you commit to it, then you can start researching and um, just get out there and, and just shoot anything, make anything. Come back, analyze it, see what you can do better. You know, throw in uh, some YouTube tutorials here and there, but don't don't just swear by it, right? Like still be your own, still be your own person and do your own stuff, but. You know, you, you can have people that you could follow to kind of guide you in some sort of direction that you may want to go. But at the end of the day, you know, just take your cell phone and and just shoot some random stuff, you know, make it into a video, see what you think. Um, and if it's still something that you want to do after all of that, then then then, you know that, OK, now I can now I can start to get better at, at these points and just grow with it and in don't don't get frustrated because at first in you know uh in the middle too i mean it, you're gonna screw up you're gonna you're not gonna like what you're doing sometimes and it's not gonna come out perfect obviously so sure. it's it's kind of one of those old time sayings you know practice makes perfect even though i i don't think you could ever make a perfect video but you know <laughs> cool yeah. um what's your uh at Luma, with, uh, what is your daily routine? What's what's a, what's a day in the life of Chris? So, a day in the life in Chris for Luma, I mean, it it probably all depends on the day, but a normal day would probably be since it's only Kirk and I at this company. I yeah. mean, there's so many hats that you have to wear, whether it be you know, there's emails that you have to get back to. Um, I try to get stuff, any product that needs to be shipped out, I try to get that knocked out in the morning. Um, we still build all the lights here, so I'm constant, constantly building lights to keep our stock where it needs to be. Um, and then we'll have you know, marketing meetings, we'll have meetings on the website. Uh, we may you know, go out to get footage from, you know, anyone who uses our light um i mean it's constantly posting on instagram and facebook um i mean if there's a video maybe we're coming up with a sale you know next month so a video needs to be made oh man you name it and then i i also answer all the phone calls too sure so yeah right so what it's a, yeah right it's uh, all the all the fun of, of of having a, a big a big business with the you know what uh, uh, uh yeah i man that that sounds like a lot i i, I appreciate it and respect that all right 
so uh, again, man, I can't thank you enough for being on with me. Um, so what's something again that no that now, now that we'll hopefully won't have an inter uh, whatever weird thing that happened. What's something that most people don't know about Chris Williams? Yeah, so I I am completely obsessed with anything that has to do with marine life. I yeah. love like yeah, like anything marine life like you could you can entertain me for hours with. I don't know what it is. Like I used to have, you know, freshwater tanks growing up and then I I tried to have saltwater tanks and failed failed miserably at having them, but I'm just so like encapsulated by anything that has to do like you know you see like on the discovery channel like i can't remember like blue planet or something whatever yeah. it's called i'll watch that for weeks <laughs> literally that's awesome i yeah, got I sucked i got sucked into something i just you know uh, going youtube and i'm not even on there that much and there was some guy that was showing something about this fish tank and then he just shows you he cleans it out and then every so often then there's this one fish that comes in um and i and yeah now i get all these videos and yeah just just i i can i i can certainly see how you can get mesmerized by uh watching a lot of those type of things oh yeah so. i love it <laughs> cool well chris man again I, I thank you so much for taking time out of your day today to chat with me and um i know i'll be leaning on you more and then probably asking some more questions about uh, different things that you've done and, and continue to do and uh, I'm I'm watching all the time with uh, everything that you're you're doing with Luma 3 and then of course I, you're still uh, help Clay with some videos at Best Body Shop is that right yeah yeah there's a couple of projects that we're still trying to finish up so yeah yep. cool so uh, we're all watching man I, I can't thank you enough if anybody wanted to um, get a hold of you or reach out how would they best get a hold of, of you so it probably be through email and and just to backtrack uh thank you again ken for having me on this was this was a lot of fun i i, I really appreciate you know the the compliments and all that stuff it it, it means a lot but um my email is chris at luma iii.com awesome Cool. So, so yep. man, again, thank you so much. I, I just, uh, you are a very talented guy. It's really cool to hear that you're self-taught. Uh, but the, this, anybody that's uh, listening, man, you got to check out some of the videos at Best Body Shop. Um, and then, of course, uh, Luma 3. And um, we, we've got to get some of those lights at our shop. Uh, and, then, and then, yes, you do. And who knows what we will. I need to talk to my painter and see what kind of, I can't even, I don't even know what kind of guns he has. So I need to see what kind of guns he has and, and uh, okay. get some lights. And then uh, that means you'll have to come, come visit me and eat it. That sounds good. All right, dude. Thank you so much.